Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, May 4th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Pandemic lawsuits pile up. Uber mandates face masks for drivers and passengers. McDonald's testing new restaurant layouts to comply with social distancing. Ireland closes hotels until late July. The shutdown having a big impact on sleeping habits. Also ahead, disrespecting the presidency. But first, thousands of lawsuits related to COVID amassing in state and federal court. Complaints have already been filed against nursing homes, airlines, cruise companies, hospitals, and restaurants. Some protesters also suing local governments over stay-at-home orders they believe violate their constitutional rights. This will be a big mess going forward. Ride service Uber, now requiring drivers and passengers to wear face masks during the pandemic. The company rolling out new visual technology in the USA, Canada, and Europe, which can detect whether riders are wearing masks before they enter the vehicle. Uber's daily business down 70% since the pandemic began. McDonald's rolling out a trial programmed in Holland to test new layouts that comply with social distancing. The global burger chain considering changes that include floor markings and plastic barriers between tables. Also, contact-free payment. There are 38,000 McDonald's restaurants in more than 120 countries. Ireland, shuttering hotels and hostels until late July, effectively killing the summer tourism industry. More than 9 million travelers typically visit Ireland each season, making the industry one of the nation's biggest money makers. There are roughly 20,000 confirmed cases of the virus in Ireland, 1,300 fatalities. The government order drastically hurts the Irish economy, perhaps for years to come. The global shutdown also causing some adults to lose sleep. A new survey says 48% are kept awake at night because of fear. The biggest worry, health and personal finance. More than a quarter watch the news before bed, and nearly half have reoccurring dreams about the contagion. A tip, don't watch TV news before going to sleep. In a moment, the awful relationship between the White House and the press. Right back with that. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven and most important asset. But do you really own your home? Are you sure? Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. Well, it happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes in the country. I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They will forge your signature on your home's title, and then they legally own your home, taking loans out on it. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. Avoid this nightmare and possible eviction with Home Title Lock. Please go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. Use code BILL for 30 free days of protection to get you through the crisis. Enter Bill at HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, disrespect towards the presidency. During a dinner with President Trump a few months ago, I expressed regret to him for the general behavior of the press in America. I did this not to pander to the president, but to discuss the disintegration of decorum that, as an American, disturbs me. In the past, most credible journalists respected the office of the presidency, if not the person inhabiting it. President Nixon strained that respect, as correspondents like Dan Rather openly loathed the man. But even Mr. Rather brought a modicum of respect to his White House beat. In 1992, NBC News reporter Stone Phillips interviewed President Bush the Elder in the White House. Using a poorly sourced newspaper allegation that said Mr. Bush had committed adultery, the journalist confronted the president, quote, Phillips, have you ever had an affair? Quote, President Bush, I'm not going to take any sleaze questions. I gave you a little warning. You see, you're perpetuating the sleeves by even asking the question, to say nothing of asking it in the Oval Office. And I don't think you ought to do that, and I'm not going to answer the question, unquote. Stone Phillips backed off, and the appropriateness of the question was widely debated. To me, a journalist who has interviewed six presidents, Mr. Bush was correct. The White House is the wrong place to attempt a tabloid exposition. Today, many media people do not respect Donald Trump and, by extension, the position he holds and the place where he lives. The hate Trump press explains his conduct by pointing to the president's deficits. They attempt to justify their bad behavior by pointing to his bad behavior, as if a third-grade rationalization excuses the media's gross disrespect for the executive branch. Americans elect presidents, and once that happens, the person assuming the office should be afforded a blanket of respect simply for holding the position. The presidency is the apex of our republic, something President Bush well understood. In the summer of 2007, I interviewed then-Senator Barack Obama, the Democratic nominee for president. The chat was in New York, Pennsylvania, and was lively to say the least. I challenged the senator, did not let him dodge. But the next time I interviewed Mr. Obama, he was president, and we were in the White House. Whole new ballgame. My questions were still challenging, but my tone was more measured. I mean, I couldn't imply he was a pinhead, as I could with senators and congresspeople. His status as the head of the country meant I had to respect his office, and I did. I remember getting a flood of letters from anti-Obama people accusing me of being too soft on Mr. Obama. These critics wanted rhetorical blood, but that would have not only been disrespectful to him, but to the country. Today, President Trump is obviously not afforded respect by the media. Many in the White House press corps have been encouraged by their corporate masters to make Mr. Trump look bad. Legitimate questions are asked, but often in blatantly hostile tones. Americans deserve accountability from all president, and that's the job of the press. But that's not what's going on here. It's get Trump all day, every day. Respect for the office of the presidency has vanished, and it is unseemly. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it in a moment. Something you might not know. A former White House economist says there's a 100% chance of a recession and predicts 
One million jobs will be lost in April. So many Americans are moving to physical gold and silver as a recession-proof safe haven for their retirement. American Hartford Gold Group is a trusted leader in gold and silver, and they make it simple and easy to get started. They're family-owned and have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Very important. Until you hold a precious metal in your hand, you'll never fully know the experience of being in control of your own retirement. If you are listening to me right now, the American Hartford Gold Group is offering new clients up to $500 in free silver. All you have to do is give them a call, 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text SILVER to 65532. Please call the American Hartford Gold Group now, 877-444-4653, or text SILVER to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On September 11, 2001, nearly 3,000 Americans were murdered between 8.45 a.m. and 10.30. Another 10,000 seriously wounded. It was the deadliest act of terror in world history, the largest attack on U.S. soil since Pearl Harbor. Six days later, President George W. Bush had a warning for al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. Quote, there's an old poster out west that said, wanted, dead, or alive, unquote. Well, it took almost a decade to track down the world's most wanted terrorist, and this week marks nine years since Operation Neptune Spear, the mission that killed bin Laden. It all started with a letter carrier. Bin Laden was not fond of phones or email, instead using a network of couriers to pass messages. In 2007, U.S. intelligence, acting on a tip from a Pakistani doctor, tracked one of these men to a compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan. To prepare for the raid, a life-size replica of the compound was built. America's most elite special forces, SEAL Team 6, began running drills and simulations, practicing the operation dozens of times. On May 1, 2011, President Obama approved the execution of Operation Neptune Spear. Black Hawk helicopters converged on the compound in Pakistan, one crash landing with no casualties. Even with that delay, the SEAL team located and terminated Osama bin Laden in less than 10 minutes. In his last action, one of cowardice, the terrorist used a woman as a human shield. Shortly before midnight, President Obama addressed the nation, saying, quote, The death of bin Laden marks the most significant achievement to date in our nation's effort to defeat al-Qaeda. And here's something else you might not know. One major figure inside the administration vehemently opposed the raid, Vice President Joe Biden. When asked by Barack Obama if they should move forward with Operation Netum Spear, Biden's response, quote, Mr. President, my suggestion is don't go. Back after this. Our world is obviously changed when you venture outside. Face masks are everywhere, and the kind of mask that you use matters. We all want a mask that gives great protection, like medical professionals get with their N95 masks. The Boomer Naturals 30-Day Face Mask 
provides 92.2% antibacterial protection. It's comfortable, easy to breathe in, and to speak with. And the masks come in both adult and children sizes. Not only is the Boomer Naturals mask highly rated, but it is affordable. Less than 30 cents a day. These Boomer Natural masks can be used up to 30 days by hand washing them with soap and water. I recommend you order yours right now at BoomerNaturals.com. Use code BILL20 at checkout, save 20% every time you shop. Plus get free shipping on orders over $50. That's code BILL20 at BoomerNaturals.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.